Now let's go to the United States, where millions of people in Florida are struggling with the aftermath of Hurricane Adalia. It's now weakened to a tropical storm as it moves northeast, across Georgia and into South Carolina. But it's still bringing dangerous winds and heavy rains. This is what people living in Perry, Florida, were met with when they returned home. Now it's one of the worst affected towns on the state's Gulf Coast. And this is the aftermath of the damage in Keaton Beach, which is also in Florida. And at least two people have died in the state due to driving accidents in wet conditions. Work is being carried out to clear blocked roads and restore power to hundreds of thousands of people. Officials say dozens have had to be carried to safety. Our correspondent, Helena Humphrey, has more from Cedar Key in Florida. Idalia has already moved on from Florida, but in her wake, a path of destruction. In the rural community of Cedar Key, hurricane winds ripped down walls with ease. Some homes all but hollowed out, leaving the storm surge to pour in, washing away the everyday trappings of life. I don't think anybody can deny the impact of the climate crisis anymore. Just look around. Historic floods, I mean historic floods, more intense droughts, extreme heat, significant wildfires have caused significant damage like we've never seen before. Federal authorities have promised whatever it takes to get the state back up and running. But in Florida and in Georgia, nearly half a million people were without power. Here in Cedar Key, one of the hardest hit areas, people have escaped with their lives but not their livelihoods. Hotels have been destroyed, shops have been submerged, and some residents I've been speaking to have been telling me that they've only just recovered from other hurricanes in Florida, and now this. And even as this storm weakens moving north, the warning from authorities is that the danger isn't over. Yeah, this red area here indicates where the heaviest rain and the highest risk of flooding uh, is going to occur. And let me help you understand that. So the center of circulation is down here uh, over uh, southeastern Georgia. And so all of this tropical uh, moisture is wrapping around and then there's a front right here. And so all of that is just being piled up in this narrow red swath. So Jacksonville, North Carolina, Wilmington, North Carolina, Myrtle Beach, uh, and Columbia, South Carolina, are all in that uh, swath of very heavy rain. As residents of the Big Bend in Florida recover from the strongest storm in over a century, they're also having to get to grips with a new reality, that disasters like this one are unlikely to be a once-in-a-lifetime event. Helena Humphrey, BBC News, Florida. Now let's take a moment to look at some of the satellite images taken over Florida, which compare the landscape before and just after Hurricane Adalia struck. Now this is Azello. It's a little town north of Tampa and it's close to where the hurricane made landfall. This image shows what, was it, what it was like before the torrential rains. And here you can see in black and white what it looks like afterwards. Now the darker areas show where the water has pooled on the ground. And we can give you another example of that effect in the same area of Azello. You can see water to the right of the screen and what appears to be some canals leading inland to the left. And here again, the darker areas show just how that water has spread, overflowing onto the land, pooling around the buildings and underneath the trees. And let's bring you this image. It's from Crystal River, just a little further inland. And once again, you can see the houses with what appears to be water features in the dark colour set among them. And this is what Hurricane Adalia left behind. The dark pools show 
just how far the water has spread following that heavy rain and storm surge. Now here's one example of what that storm surge looked like from the ground. This is Horseshoe Beach, about 150 kilometres north of Tampa. You can see the wind driving heavy rain towards the building. Of course, you can hear it too. Now take a look at what happened when that storm surge hit. The waters have risen several feet and it soon becomes apparent they have too much power for the building to withstand. Here's what happened next. Over the course of a few minutes, the building was first broken apart by the waves, then submerged and swept away. And as you can see, it's not the only building to suffer that fate. Thankfully, it's not thought anyone was hurt while this happened. Well, dramatic pictures there. Let's cross to our newsroom and speak to William Marquez of BBC Mundo. Tell us more about the impact of the storm. Well, this storm hit uh, areas that were sparsely populated in the northern western coast of uh, Florida. Uh, these people, as you said, uh, hadn't received such a powerful storm in a hundred years. Uh, one of the problems is that it usually happens in Florida that a minority of people decide to weather out the storms in their homes. So the first part of the rescue uh, had to be trying to find these people uh, who were trapped inside their homes. Now the cleanup is going to be take quite some time. Uh, Governor DeSantis said it, it will take quite some time to clean it up and what they have to do is uh, handle the water damage and also um, restore power to the uh, around 400,000 people. So a big operation uh, in the aftermath. What more have we heard from the authorities on that, uh, on those efforts? Well, uh, it, it's still very early in uh, Florida at this time. The first thing that they started doing was rescuing people who had remained in their homes. There are a lot of trees, uh, there's a lot of debris that the flood waters have brought in. As you have shown, there have been uh, the st uh, storm surge was uh, at, at some point up to two meters high. Um, so they have to wait for those waters to recede. There's uh, also danger in trying to restore electricity while those flood waters are there. Uh, one of the positive things about this is that it hit uh, areas that were sparsely populated. So no fatalities have been registered directly concerned with the storm itself. There have been two deaths uh, regarding uh, traffic accidents. But uh, in Florida and in Georgia as well, where the storm was uh, downgraded to a tropical storm, there have been no fatalities. William Marquez from BBC Monday. Thanks very much for bringing us up to date on that story.